Yo, how's everybody doing? I hope everybody's having a fabulous week. I hope you guys all enjoyed that All-Star Sunday extravaganza. It's your boys from the Keep It Sports Pod, your boy Keep It Lou. Yo, what's good? Your boy Keep It Juan. Yo, we're back with another one, episode 2-4, man. Shout out. This is this one's dedicated to Kobe, man. Kobe. Shout out to my boy Kobe, man. So we're here with it again another week, another episode. Let's just jump right into it, man. Let's let's start off with some NFL. It's uh it's been an eventful, I guess, um, if you want to say that. It's been a, an eventful couple of days now that teams are French franchise tagging a few players, not re-signing them. So we got a couple of key free agents and a couple guys staying put. So uh let's start off with the one and only, our boy, Chris Godwin. Yeah. He has been franchise tagged. Uh, the projected tag number is somewhere a little bit, um, a little bit north of the fifteen and a half mil mark. But hey, man, that we needed to keep him. He had a up and down season, just only due to injury. wasn't because of his performance. It was only due to injury. So um, obviously, being a Bucks fan, we're super excited. But I want to get your take on bringing back Chris Godwin. Oh, I'm super uh, great move, man. Can't say anything else, man. Him and him and Mike Evans, that tandem, bro. That's 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 exactly what Tom Brady needs, and that I'm pretty sure that once, man. Uh, when you have a talent like Chris Godwin, man, it, it's kind of hard to let him go, man. So, um, I'm I'm glad they franchise tagged him, and and hopefully this is the beginning of of a longer career, man. Uh, in the in in a Buccaneers uniform, and hopefully next year we can extend him even longer. So let's see, yeah, what's happening, yeah. see what happens. Exactly, and giving him a country that he deserves, you know, and like how he said a few a few weeks ago when he was asked. If, um, you know, about potentially coming back or anything like that, just going into free agency, he said, I'm not going to put myself in a situation where I'm going to be miserable for some years to come just for a couple extra dollars. I think my happiness is paramount in all of this. And a part of this happiness is winning. So that that's a team player, man. That's a guy that, that just sees the game beyond just money. So it's a it's a perk having a guy like that. It's rare to find nowadays. Um sure. But moving past Chris Godwin, another Buccaneer that's staying put. He wasn't franchise tag, but he was signed to an extension. He's a core of that defense, and that's linebacker Levante David on a two-year, $25 million extension. Man, when, when I say that he was, he was one of the main guys that I was making, when it comes to defense, because obviously we know offense, we're, we, were, we were set. We just had to take care of Chris Godwin. Then now we just solely focus on the defense. And Levante David was key um, in the fact that we got to sign him before we could actually start going full on with Shaq Barrett. It, it's a it's a it's a weight off your shoulders as a fan, and I'm sure as an organization. Yeah, for sure, it's definitely it's definitely one of the of the three I would say three main parts that you have to keep on defense, and the other two, you know, obviously you you have to keep Shaq. Um, Shaq Barrett is a big part of that defense. Without without them two, man, it's gonna be impossible to repeat. And another guy, man, that that people people are sleeping on is JPP, man. When did you get JPP? 
Right. Yeah. And the and the good thing about the whole JPP situation is that I don't think I don't think that he's going to demand as much money. So that's a that's a perk. You know what I mean? Um, and you know when when you when you look at the that core defense, there it's lackluster when it comes to everybody when when it comes to the position that Shaq Barrett plays. You know what I mean? Um, it, it's very lackluster. I mean, he's the main. Yeah, if we're gonna we're gonna be honest, he's headlining that position going into free agency. Yeah. So obviously, there's gonna be a shit ton of suitors for him. But you know, hopefully, he views winning just like you know how everybody else in the organization that's a free agent and all that stuff has said. They view and value winning more than just making the making the extra dollars. You already see that. You know. Um, Tom Brady is already looking into the, doing that extension and where it could it could be a team-friendly deal so that he can make sure that the team has enough money to bring guys around him. I mean, he's not getting any younger either. So um, that's a smart move by him, a smart move by the organization. So, I mean, it's it's a it's a beautiful thing to Yo, see, man, my, honestly. My dude, let me ask you a question. Um, I, And before we continue, you know, obviously around the NFL with, with other franchise tags, what do you think about the latest rumors of the Buccaneers being linked to Odell Beckham Jr., OBJ? Obviously, Tom Brady has had a long-term relationship with 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 uh, OBJ. He's wanted him for a really long time, you could say. And uh, bro, I I just don't know how it can happen. But what are your thoughts on that, man? Uh, I mean, honestly, I don't want to look too much into it because I feel like I feel like we still got a nice young up-and-coming wide receiver too. Like it could be his, it could be Tom Brady's Julian Edelman, and then you have just like you know those those real those big guns and Chris Godwin and Mike Evans but you got Scotty Miller you know um we don't know what the future holds with Antonio Brown either um sure. but getting a I mean no matter what getting getting an Odell Beckham is like getting it's like adding adding Kevin Durant to the Warriors you know what I'm saying like I'm not I'm not comparing their skill set cuz obviously there's guys that could you could compare in the NFL to a Kevin Durant in the NBA but you're just getting a guy that you know what he could bring if healthy and obviously, with a with one of the best quarterbacks to ever play the game, you adding him onto that team, uh, 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 just coming off the championship, you could only imagine the type of damage that could, they could do together. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? So, it, would it be nice? Yeah, but would it? I just feel like it'll it'll take over, it'll take over the Mike Evans and the Chris Godwin. You know, he he's a he's a showboater. You know what I mean? We we don't have any of those those type of guys on our team. If we did, if we do. The most, the, the furthest I'll go with that being a showboating type of guy would only be Antonio Brown, and with that, once he signed with us, he was quiet. He was quiet as a mouse, as a mouse. You know, Listen, he did his job. He came in and he did what he had to do. He didn't. He didn't. He stayed out of. Stayed out the, the the front of the cameras. He stayed off of the socials with the extra stuff. And look what happened. Look what he got in return. Listen, my thing so, is, my thing is, if anybody's gonna get you in the right direction and the right path, is gonna be Tom Brady and and, and this this Buccaneers. Obviously, coaching staff. Um, Tom Brady, man, he just knows he knows his way. Like he knows how to hang out with the cool people, you know. Like he knows he knows how to keep people's emotions in check. He knows how to, you know, keep them in the right path. I guess you call it that way. Um, we saw it many times in in, in New England with Akeem Talib being one of those players, Antonio Brown being another one, and, and other players that that just were known for being troublemakers and being you know, be, being players that had problems with the law and stuff like that. And he just brings them in and, and, and he changes the way that they they view the game and the way they, they act around, I guess. But, man, OBJ to, to Tom Brady, man, you can only that, – that would be – I mean, for me, I would love to see that. I just – I don't think yeah. the money – I don't think the money will work. 
Um, again, they're gonna have to give up a lot for to grab OBJ's contract, unless OBJ is willing to reconstruct his contract. And I still think OBJ is young enough that he probably is not in the situation that he would want to take less money. I mean, that's just that's just me speaking truthfully, you know. Yeah, and, uh, I mean nowadays. That's why I said nowadays a lot of a lot of players are valuing money over winning. And they're stuck in a shitty situation, and they always want to want to complain that you know teams ain't doing this, teams ain't doing that. But it's like, dude, you went to a shittier team because you're making because they offered you more. Like if we're just gonna be completely honest, you're not gonna go to a team that was in the bottom of the barrel, and you're gonna go over there because you think that you could lead them to that team. Or lead them to the to the promised land. Like, no, you went over there for money. Yeah, man. You know I mean? So pretty much moving on, you know, around the league, you know, we got some some big names that have been uh, franchise tag. One of them being Johnson, the Jaguars, offensive tackle Cam Robinson. Um, yep. I mean, he started all 16 games last year. I mean, he had a hell of a season. And he's one of the top offensive tackles in the league. Um, another one. Well, as uh, another tackle is uh, Taylor Taylor Martin uh, yep. from uh, the Panthers. Yep, yep, for sure, for sure. Um, oh, another guy that got uh, it's uh, Allen Robinson from the Chicago Bears. He's gonna be another year in Chicago unless they, unless they, you know, they decide to trade him or or extend him. But they, he did get franchise tag, so I mean, could that be and, something to set up for what for a quarterback to throw through Allen Robinson? Let's see. Yep. Um, Giants. Uh, Giants defensive lineman Leonard Williams. Um. Brandon Scher, uh, Scherf from Washington. Um, who else? Who else? Uh, the Broncos safety, Justin Simmons. The Jets safety, Marcus May. And the Saints uh, defensive back, Marcus Williams also. Oh, those are, that's a list of right now um, those franchise tags. And, bro, if you think about it, you add all those franchise tags, that value is over about $180 million, bro. That's a lot of money. Yeah, but luckily, they, luckily, uh, um, luckily for them, by being franchise tagged, they're only signed for a year, so I mean, it's well, not right. a long-term contract. So, but uh, right. um, yo, I want to talk about uh, key free agents though that never got uh, that didn't get you know extensions or anything like that. Um, let's just, just to name a few. You know, you got um two tight ends in Juno Smith, um from the Titans that got that didn't get, get to sign an extension, so he's a free agent. Um, uh, the Chargers is a tight end. Hunter Henry leads that as well. And I would say the most coveted free agent right now at the moment is Green Bay Packers running back Aaron Jones. Yep. Uh, I don't want to talk about too much about Hunter Henry or Juno Smith. We, if we're going to be honest, I'd rather have Aaron Jones out of all those three guys. Obviously, if the situation is, you know, based off position and need, but – where do you where would you where would you like to see Aaron Jones if the Packers and him can't come to an agreement? I, I want to be honest, bro. I think the best landing spot for him is Miami. I was just gonna say the same I think thing, him, bro. I think him and Miami with, with what they got going on in that team, bro. I think I think you know, they need a running back, man. That's the only thing they're really really missing. Like, I, I guess a running back and maybe one or two more offensive weapons. But their defense is straight. They're they're set for years. Um, you know. They 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 hope they have the quarterback of the future in Tua. Um, they have a, a, a good and, and an up and coming tight end. Um, so shit, man, adding a running back like like Aaron, like Aaron Jones that like, is an all purpose running back that can play all three downs, uh, can catch off the backfield, can run it. You know that's the perfect fit for him, man. No, oh, yeah, I mean I I, I like it. I, I like that idea. 
that's exactly the landing spot that I I would have I would like to see um, Aaron Jones be. I think it's just perfect. They need it. It was honestly the way they played this season, a hell of a season. Nothing to hold their to to hang their heads on. But if they would have had a a running back of his type of caliber, they probably would have made the playoffs. Yeah. If we're just gonna go keep it a whole buck fifty, they probably would have made the playoffs. So adding a guy like him could definitely take him over that hump. Tua coming back full season, fully healthy, an actual off season where he could fully practice and train healthy. It's gonna be nice to see. Um. Trent Brown has been sent from the Las Vegas Raiders back to New England. Do you think that's going to change anything when it comes to the Patriots' uh, situation? I mean, obviously, we all know that their situation is their quarterback issue, but having him in that front line, though, could it help? Whoever they whoever they decide on keeping in, in quarterback or bringing in as the quarterback? Yeah, they ain't going nowhere, man. I don't see. I don't think he's gonna make a difference in that team. You cut that shit off quick. You were like, "Yeah, no, they ain't gonna do that." They ain't going nowhere, bro. I mean, let's be honest. Patriots losing a player like Tom Brady digs a big hole in your team, man. They ain't gonna go nowhere. Hey, but but the thing about it though, too. I mean, another thing is is that there's word around town as well. It's no secret that you know they they're they're willing to take they're willing to listen to offers for Stephon Gilmore as well. So they lose out on Stephon Gilmore. That whole defense crumbles. Like I said, they ain't going nowhere. You might as well say hi now that that you got to play like Gilmore that you could probably get value for him in return. I would say, yeah, I would say trade him because honestly, he's just gonna waste the rest of his career in, in that team. I mean, New England got <laughs> they got a long way to go. Let's just put it like that, man. They got years and years before they could be relevant again. Shit, who knows? Maybe by the time they they they're actually in conversation for for playoffs and stuff like that, Bill Belichick may 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 have run out of all the hair that he has. Yo, um, you forgot you forgot one big player though. Um, I don't think you mentioned him. It's Kenny Galladay, bro. Kenny Galladay, you know, top wide receiver available right now. He's a free agent. Didn't get franchise tag. So, if I'm if I'm Green Bay, I call him. If I'm if I'm every other team in the NFL, I'm calling him, bro. Kenny Galladay is is stud. No, I know, but I'm saying the the team that could use him, and I think will be the perf- the perfect marriage would be with the Packers, putting him next to Devontae Adams, bro, with Aaron Rodgers still leading that team. Oh my God! I just I I mean it will it will be nice like it will be nice. But I just... The problem is is that with Aaron Jones, it's like how are you gonna make the money's work? But that's the thing though. I don't think Aaron Jones is coming back, man. They offered this guy seven. They offered this guy. I think it was like seven or nine. I I, I gotta see the full details, but they offered him a contract. About seven and nine million dollars a year, and he's asking for about 13, 14, 15 million dollars a year. You know, so they're, they're not close enough to a contract. And Aaron Jones said, If I don't get what I want, I'm, I'm leaving. Simple as that. And I mean, Aaron Jones, running backs, we already know that whenever you overpay a running back, most of the time it never works. Yeah, I mean, um, but and who's their and who's their and who's their uh, who's their backup again? Jamal, like, I always- Jamal Williams. Jamal Williams, they still got AJ Dillon too. Yeah. So I mean, I think they'll probably be straight if they if they do end up parting ways. They, they'll still be straight. And then, I mean, obviously, then you just you go after Kenny uh, Kenny Galladay, how you said. Um, but yo, let's talk about the one of the biggest <laughs> biggest talks almost every offseason for the past two years in the NFL. And then after that, we'll move on to the NBA. But Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys have finally agreed to a deal where he's staying put for a while, at least for about four years. 
He signed a four-year, $160 million contract, including $126 million guaranteed. He has the highest signing bonus in NFL history as of right now with $66 million. What is your take on Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys coming to an agreement? Um, Do you think it was the right move? Do you think that Dak Prescott is the answer for the Cowboys at quarterback? <sighs> So I'm not one of those people that knock on Doc Prescott. I think he's a good quarterback. I, I just don't think he's a savior. I don't know. I don't know if that explains my what where I'm coming from. But Doc Prescott is a top talent quarterback, and I would say he's a top tier quarterback in the NFL, in my opinion, at least. And I, if you look at his stats from when he played, he proves it. Now my thing is, people are over here saying like, oh. You know, obviously, you know, Cowboys fans, you know how delusional they are. You know, right. they they think he's the next Aaron Rodgers, the next Patrick Mahomes. Not happening. Not happening. Not happening. And the fact that he's going to be the second highest player in the NFL, you know, the only player getting paid more than he is is the one and only Patrick Mahomes. I mean, that's a pretty that's, – that's a high reach. But, I mean, when you're – when you have an owner like, like Jones, you know, like, like, the, like the Cowboys do, you don't care, man. You spend money left and right, bro. This guy is a multi. Is is he a billionaire or is he a multi? Well, I'm pretty sure he's a billionaire. Yeah, he has to be a billionaire. He has to be, yeah. He has to be up there. Yeah, but I mean, either which way you think about it, though, too. I mean, what other options? What other best options you're gonna have at quarterback? You don't sign him and you let him walk, or you franchise tag him, then you just create more drama in the organization. And then if you let him go, you're gonna be you're gonna be moving backwards because their backup is still. Well, no, I think he's still, he's a free agent right now. Um, Andy Dalton. But still, regardless or not, they didn't have much options. <clears throat> I like the move. Like I said, I, I I like the move. I like the move. It's just we need to hold on on the on the Super Bowl wagon. You know, they they ain't gonna get that far. I mean, it's a great move. It's a good pickup. You know, now they gotta build upon that. You know, it's not just hiring him and then that's it. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, again, like I said, I I mean, I, I like it. It's finally done and over with. Now they can focus on other things to try to make that team at least playoff contention. I mean, as of right now, if we're going to be real, they're still the best team in that division. Um, and getting a healthy Dak Prescott could definitely uh, put them back in number one so they could go back to the playoffs and, you know, at least try to make some noise. But we'll have to wait and see for yeah, that. Bro, but yeah, bro. No, just just keeping keeping up with, uh, with players that have signed uh, new contracts. Let's transition over to the NBA where you have Blake Griffin signing uh, – was it a one-year deal? He pretty much going to play yep. the, the, remainder the, of the remainder of the season. I signed with the Brooklyn yep. Nets. He's going to join Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, his uh, James Harden, his ex-teammate DeAndre Jordan. Um, so reunited uh, with DJ. Um, what do you think about that move, man? You know, at first I saw it and I was just like, ah, you know, blah blah. blah. I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. I'm I'm starting to I'm really I'm now starting to eat my words, and I'm starting to believe that the, the Brooklyn Nets might actually be a real threat in the NBA overall. Um, I think a lot of teams have seen a lot of players. Sorry, a lot of players have seen how when when teams get together like that and it doesn't work in the past, right? It, it doesn't work, you know. Um, they you know money roles, um, stuff like that in the middle of it, egos. And we're starting to see a new a new a new era in the NBA, which is no secret already with players teaming up and shit. But 
seeing how it's becoming where players like Blake Griffin, who was for the for the past I don't know how many seasons of his career, has been making has had yeah, has been making at least over fifteen million dollars each season and now is signing to join a championship contending team and is signing for less than two million dollars and knows that he's gonna be the one coming off the bench. A former all star. A, 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 a guy who headlined that Lob City Clippers team when it was him, Chris Paul, and, and DeAndre Jordan. You know what I'm saying? And but this all starts with James. Once James Harden signed over there, and seeing how well that the Nets are playing together, they haven't even played so like the the main the three headed monster James Harden, Kyrie Irving, and Kevin Durant. All three of them haven't really played together like that. So, and, and when they have, it looks so effortless. It looks like an All Star game. They play like an all-star team where they're just throwing the ball down court. They're, they're passing the ball. Then you guys, you have guys that compliment like Deandre Jordan. He's not a household name. How he used to be in the, that's, that's okay. He plays his role now and he's doing great. He's been doing great ever since James Harden got there. And that's a fact. Yeah. Joe Harris playing his role, doing his he's thing. Breakout doing season. Exactly. Yep. Breakout season. Um, who else? Who else is coming out? Uh, Tyler Johnson. Who once he left Miami was, you know, people would argue and say that he was possibly, you know, his his name was going to be taken out of the NBA. You know what I mean? Rejuvenate his career over there. He's playing solid. That uh, um, Luo Cabarro, that is, is my the number nine. I don't know. I don't know how to pronounce his name right, but him, he's he's a sniper. And I was talking shit about him a couple episodes ago too. But he's he ever since James Harden got there, bro. They just all have been clicking. They've been clicking on all cylinders, and I like the move of Blake Griffin signing there. I think it's it, it's going to be something scary to watch. Um, the only thing I think that can stop this team from getting to where they want to go is that's yeah. that's that's my take on it. Honestly, there. I mean, there's not much more. There's not much more to talk about it, bro. They're, them them boys over there. They they're 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 healthy. I mean, Kevin Durant, you know, he, they, they kept them out a little bit longer than expected just for, for precautionary reasons, which is a smart move because now they're now it's the second half of the season. Now it's time to make a run for that number one spot in the in the NBA. It's time to make noise. Come playoff time, it starts to, it's time to sweep. It's time to blow these teams out. Listen, so, I, I, agree, I agree with you, man. Uh, like I said, we, we you can add me to that list, too, of, of people that slept on the Nets. Uh, not really slept because I didn't really sleep on the Nets. I just didn't think – I think it was more of a regular season team and not a playoff team. You know, I, I don't believe in the whole ISO ball right. to get to championship. And then you adding uh, Kyrie Irving and James Harding, two ISO players to Kevin Durant, I would say that Kevin Durant was the only one that could play off ball, you know, or, or can fit in any system, really. But, man, it's really messed to get well together, and, and they really, really, really are championship contenders, man. It's, it's it's hard to say because you don't like to you don't like to see those mega teams and and those those crazy teams form, but man, they're a real threat, bro. They really are a real threat. Yeah, but let's be honest. Though. I mean, Blake Griffin, Blake Griffin signing for that amount that amount of money that he signed with, um, he just probably wants to rejuvenate his career over there. He wants to he he wants to you know he wants to prove to everybody that he still has a lot left in the tank and that he could play with other stars because that was also a big thing under you know the, uh, a big cloud hanging over his head. Um, but just a little bit before he ended his time in 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 the Clippers, so I don't see him resigning there. But I do see him getting a, a a decent contract after this season on a different team where you know he could help out that the the young core that's 
in the team that he will sign with and with whatever other superstar that that team yeah, yeah. will have. So I think this yeah. is what's going to prove it. Yo, Lou, uh, last, but, last weekend, yeah, yeah. Uh, the All-Star game, man, I'm pretty sure we both saw it together. Um, obviously, Team right. LeBron won every single quarter, won 170 Destroyed to 150 against Team Durant. What did I tell you? No, of course. I told you they're going to win by more than more than 13 did. points. You did. You I did. told you. And, and they, 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 definitely, they definitely dominated for sure. I mean, I, once again, I, again, you know, no MB, no Simmons. Um, you know, obviously, when you yep. take out a player like MB, it doesn't matter if you're an all-star team, you're still going to – it still hurts, you know. They literally were without any big man. Like, Vucevic was probably the only true center on that team. No, yeah, he was. Like, uh, the only pure center on that team, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's nothing really much to say about the All-Star game. What I really want to focus on is, what did you think about that dunk contest, bro? What do you think? And we talked about that. I told you the lack of competition was going to be a big factor, bro. Three players that haven't done anything. No big names. And again, it's not always about big names, but shit, bro, do something in the dunk contest. You're nominated for a dunk contest. I want to see a show. No, yeah, I agree. I mean, look, that uh, um, who won it again? Anthony Simons? Look, that's an Orlando prodigy. Shout out him. But his dunks weren't as creative as people uh, as people want to give him credit for. I'm just going to keep it a whole buck. Um, he, he That last dunk that he did, he almost kissed it. He almost kissed the rim, but my, hey, he was wise by pulling his head back because if he would have, if his lips would have touched with that rim, he would have, he would have went back down on that court with blood gushing down his lip. Yeah. <laughs> if we're gonna, yo, that man was smart, bro. I think he knew he rather would have kept his lips intact versus busting it just for a championship trophy. And he still. Hey, if you would have kissed but... that rim, though, I mean, that would have been impressive. That would have, but I feel like he, I, I feel like he jumped a little too early. I think, and that's the reason why he didn't he didn't get that full like you know he didn't have that 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 elevation at when he was right like you know head level to the rim. That's the reason why he pulled back because when he was already leaning towards to kiss it, he was already going down from that from that leap. So that's the reason why he didn't kiss it. But if he would have gotten that perfect jump, he could have because the boy got bunnies. Um, they all do. Uh, Cassius Stanley to me that first dunk deserved more than what he got. I think what he got a forty six yeah. on that first dunk. You know how hard it is to go under your – I'm not a dunker. I've never been a dunker, but I'm just – I could only imagine you going off the same leg that you jumped off of and you have to extend that leg so you can put the ball through your through your legs, in between your legs, and to dunk it with your left hand, that takes that takes, that takes takes some fucking athleticism. And he got it. And they the judges were, you know, on paper you see the panel and you're like, oh, shit, that's, that's, a, that's a good panelist to, to, to judge way better than last year's, all right? If we're just gonna throw that out there, way better than last year's, and with that, they still judged terrible. Um, but that was the most annoying, most awful event when it comes to All Star history. All, all like it was dunk contest history. It was fun. It yeah, but I mean, due to the situation, I understand. So hopefully next year, hopefully everything is back to normal, and they do like you know back like a full All Star weekend where they have Saturday night, they got time, you know, all that shit. It was during the halftime. Um, it was during halftime during the All Star game, so it, it was it was constrained with time. I could only imagine. Um, but let's move on to to the skills challenge. I think we we enjoyed that quite a bit while we were watching it. Um, two big men finished. Um. To finish it off, it was between DeMontis Sabonis and Orlando Magic's very own Nikola Vucevic. 
Um, and who came out on top was Yo, the Sabonis. Boy, Bush, bro. Nobody thought he... The fact Hell that yeah. he had to go through CP3, the fact, you know, the 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 one of the best skills performer, you know, when, he, when you look at skills challenge, you think about Chris Paul. I mean, the fact that he could shoot, he could dribble, he can pass, he can lay it up. But my boy Vuce, man, he came through and he came to play. Yeah, he lost against another big, but, man, I just want to give a shout-out to my boy Vuce, man. Represent Orlando for sure. No, Big, yeah, big shout out to Gooch, man. He he put up a show on that. Um, and like you said, beating CP3, we would we both were like, ah, nah, this is gonna be the end of Vooch right here. And then Chris Paul missed that free throw, and then boom, Vooch just took he off the layup. three, won it. Or yeah, yeah, he missed the layup. My bad, my bad. Yeah, he missed the layup. That was the best thing. Um, but yeah, I mean the the competition was kind of um. The competition was, we all knew that it was either going to be between Luca and someone else. Luca didn't even make it. Um, so, Bonus ended up beating him. So, uh, Robert Covington, we both agreed that we didn't understand why he was there. <laughs> he lost first round. Uh, <laughs> but uh, moving on to the three-point contest. I already know that you are super hyped because your boy Curry won. But, hey, let, let's give let's give Mike Connolly a lot of credit. Oh, I'll give him credit. Okay? I'll give him no credit. No one thought no one thought that Mike Connolly was even going to make it past that first round. And this boy put up buckets, bro. He was swishing them things left and right. The, the, that money rack went off. Um, big shout out to Mike Connolly, man. You could tell he enjoyed his first, even if it, even if it was a little different this year, but he, you could tell he enjoyed his time being Listen, a part the of the fact, All-Star. The fact uh, that um, he was called as a replacement and he was able to play, like, to show up and, and do his thing and, and finish second in the whole competition, get to the championship round and everything, you got to give him props, man. This dude, this dude, oh, no. this dude, this, this dude came to play. He came to shoot, you know, well overdue. He deserved to be an all-star a couple of years, you know, many years ago. But uh, shout out to him for becoming an all-star as well, you know. Definitely well-deserved. Um, yeah. But, but. It was, it was good, man. But let's be honest. The one who stole the show <laughs> was my boy, Stephen Curry. Can we say, can, can we all agree Oh, I'm pretty sure you agree with me, but anything that you want to, that anybody wants to say against this, against this guy, a, a, anything that you want to say negative, can we just put it aside and say this guy is the best pure shooter, the best shooter that we have ever in the history of humankind have ever seen in the past? I mean, no, there's no doubt about it. I mean, it, this it's, guy's unbelievable, he, bro. Three point contest hit 31 threes and then came back. And, after, even after going to three points, came back and started shooting half court shots in the All Star game, bro. How does he do it? I don't know, man. This guy is just unbelievable, unbelievable. Yeah, no. I, yeah, it was it, it was it was incredible, bro. Honestly, I I didn't even I didn't I didn't see that coming at all. Um, I really I really thought that I really thought that Mike Connolly was making a run for his money. Um, and then how he also did it in the in the All Star game, man. From the logo, um, he actually went off in the All Star game, if you ask me. So it was it was pretty dope to see. Curry's but, a goat, man. Curry's a goat, man. I don't care. What, I don't care. Yeah, I, don't care what, no, he, I don't care what nobody says, man. This dude, for for those of you it, for those of you that don't football. know, remember how I have said in the past, and, and, and I'm I'm making a big big statement right right now. Remember how I said in the past that. Tracy McGrady was my favorite player of all time, and Stephen Curry was my existing favorite player that plays right now that's still active. Well, it's hard to say, bro, because you know how I have love for T Mac, but I think he has just he oh, has just you. You. tied 
Tracy McGrady. I'm not gonna give. I'm not gonna put him over T Mag yet because T Mag is my boy. You know, and I, I love T Mag. Well, everybody, this will be the last podcast you'll ever but hear. Us. I, I think he's just tied T Mag, bro. Like, I got so much love for Stephen Curry, man. This, this guy's just unbelievable, bro. Unbelievable, man. A one talent, and nobody could say otherwise. Yeah, no. I mean, I, I agree when it comes to he's he's one of the best. He's one of the best for sure. He's oh yeah, one, he's and also in the Oscar game, how do you how do you feel about Curry and LeBron playing the same team for the first time ever? I mean, it was it. I mean, that's something that LeBron's been waiting for. You saw that he tweeted that out. Uh, he taught, he tweeted that out a few, uh, um, a few. I don't know if it was like the day after. I don't know if it was the day after, or if it was um the same night after the Oscar game. But I mean, he's he's been wanting to do it, and I would never, I would never want to see that in real life. Because that even now at the ages that they ha- that they're at, I mean, thirty two years old, uh, Steph Curry being thirty two, LeBron being thirty six, I and they're still playing at the top of their the top of their prime. Like I don't even want to ever come across a team with Stephen Curry and LeBron James together. I would puke before I even before I even step floor <laughs> with those guys. If I'm the if I'm the if I'm hey, the that, opponent, that bro, might be the I only way never. to stop Brooklyn right now, man. That that would be the only way. That would be or or pairing up or pairing up like any of those two guys with Giannis. That's the only way. But oh, speaking of Giannis, big shout out to Giannis for getting the MVP. I mean, didn't miss a fucking shot. Um, what else? Uh, did he have a double double? I'm not sure. I look at his boards. I know. I, I know he went 16 for 16. So he was 16 for 16, bro. This guy. This guy is. That guy went. I mean, granted, a lot of them were right to the basket. I mean, it's an all-star game. You don't doesn't really matter, bro. Defense, when you go 60 for 60. So it's kind of tough to, to, to just go, you know, to not miss in an all-star game with all those guys, you know, nerves, all that shit. Um, let me see here. I'm looking at the stats. He had seven rebounds, three assists. Not Giannis-like, right? <laughs> but uh, what isn't Giannis-like and was also super impressive was his three-point. He went three for three from the three-point line. That's insane. Um, but yeah, man. Hey, before we finish this episode, um, yesterday we don't want to put we don't want to put too much thought into it, but we just want to you know bring it up just because you know this is what this podcast is about. But yesterday, the Miami Heat have indefinitely suspended Meyer Center Myers Leonard because of some uh, anti-racial slurs that he did during his live stream a couple nights ago. I don't want to repeat what he said because, you know, that's – I don't do those things. <laughs> but he said some things um, during a live stream, and he's out indefinitely. Can this potentially mean that the Miami Heat are either going to cut Myers Leonard or trade Myers? Um, I mean, next year is a team option. Let's 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 be real. Um, obviously we we there's no need to repeat it because it's all over. It's all over the media. It's all over the internet. You can find it. Yeah, if you're living under a rock, if you're living under a rock. Just go on go on Google. So and I feel, his name I feel and like the biggest exactly. thing going against um going against Myers right now is the fact that the Miami Heat owner is Jewish. So the fact that the Miami Heat owner is Jewish and him making anti-Semitic, uh, uh, pretty much slurs, it it's gonna rub the wrong way, you know. 
He's a he has a team option next year. I don't see Miami picking up that option. I'm going to be 100. percent Um, he he's out for the rest of the season anyways because of his injury. So they'll probably just play it out. Right. And then uh, you know I I do expect the league to show some type of punishment, either it be a fine or you know a couple game suspension. I don't think it's going to be something super lengthy. Um. But here's why I have the problem. And, and again, you know, I, we, we are a sports podcast. We keep it 100 when it comes to sports. Um, and I don't like to talk too much about these things. But I, I, I have to show where where I'm coming from and, and what I believe. And I, I, I do believe, I honestly do believe Myers Leonard. I do believe he was not coming from bad intention. He was not. I mean, I understand, you know, a lot of Jewish people are going to get offended. Um, by the by the, the the comments that he made, and it's understandable. But the man apologized. You know, he he's 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 looking to better himself. You know, we all make mistakes. Like I was playing video games. Obviously, when you're playing video games, you say things that you really don't mean. Let's be honest. You and me both play video games. We know that sometimes we fight against each other, bro. But then we hash it out and forget about it right after. You know. Right. It's just. It's yeah. just. I mean, it. And and I and again I'm going back and, and I want to bring up the, the what happened with I don't know if you remember what happened with Luca and what happened with um Montez Harrell. Montez Harrell, yeah. And if you yep. want to be real, Montez Harrell should have gotten punished by the league. If Myers no, gets punished. Now, if you're gonna suspend yeah. Myers Leonard, I want you to go back and I want you to punish every other player that has said something wrong. And half of the league right. will be suspended. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of there could be a, there could be a lot of reasons why they never really looked into and then and the fact that when Montrez Harrell said it was during the whole like during the during the heat of the whole George Floyd and um and uh forgive me for forgetting his name uh, the guy from uh Wisconsin um you know the situation that happened up there it was the heat of the moment it was at the heat and the peak of all that going on and he said that and just because he went the next day and apologize to, uh, to Luca doesn't mean right. anything. And Myers Leonard is doing the same thing. I agree with you 100%. They should, have, they should have disciplined him. They should have disciplined him right then and there to prove a point, the same way how they're proving a point with Myers Leonard. But the difference is, is that the Heat are the ones that made this call on Myers Leonard. The league didn't. But the league and the Lakers never did anything to Montrez Harrell. So the team should have done something if the league wasn't going to take action. And the league investigated it. So, whatever. But on top of Myers Leonard is, um, you know, situation of suspension uh, right now with the Heat. The gaming companies Astro Gaming, Origin PC, and Scuff Gaming have uh, parted ways with uh, Myers Leonard as well. So he lost out on all those sponsorships that he had, and he has a huge following when it comes to his gaming channel. I, 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 I don't follow, or I don't subscribe to him, but I've seen some of his videos. The dude is pretty nice in the video games, but regardless of the fact, um, you know, it sucks. Uh, and I agree with you. I don't think he was coming from a wrong place. I, I don't no, Nothing in me believes that Myers Leonard is any close to being racist. Um, you know, he, in the bubble, you know, a lot of these players taking knees and stuff like that. He was one of the, the few players that stood up, um, but it was black and white that stood up. Our, our, our very yeah. own Jonathan yeah. Isaac stood up, you know, um, because of more, more because of his Christian beliefs, and stuff like that, which doesn't knock him or anyone of why they stand. Um, some referees that were black stood up. Um, some referees that were white 
took a knee, you know? So I don't think he's racist whatsoever. You know, he does have family in the military, you know, super American, but nothing just because you, you were part of the military and you're, you know, you're proud of being American die, you know, hardcore does not make you a racist. Um, I do think he's a, I mean, I personally met Myers Leonard. He's a good, good ass dude. Um, and you know, look, I'm, 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 I'm Latino, you know what I'm saying? I'm Puerto Rican and you could see it once you see me, you know, and if he was, so, if he was somewhat a racist at, at all, he would, you know, he, he would have acted in any sort of way towards me or something like that. And he's not, you know, um, one of his great friends in the NBA is, uh, is, you know, more heartless and more heartless is black. You know what I mean? The majority of the NBA is black. You know what I mean? So what? You're just gonna you're gonna put up with another race that you're not cool with just for a few million? No. If you really are a racist, that wouldn't stop you from making racial racial comments in the past. And he's been in the league already for a minute. So again, I don't think he's racist. It was it was it was dumb. It's heat of the moment. I'm sure I'm sure he no, regrets it. Um, you know nothing but the you know I'm wishing nothing but the best for him to get out of this situation. I mean, there's no there's no there's no time for this. There's no there's no you know. No room for Listen, error I, to say stuff like that when you're when you're in the public eye as he is. You know, people like me and you, we're not famous. You know, we're 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 not even locally famous and stuff like that. Where we have to start watching a little bit more of what we say. But um, you know, you being in the spotlight and you having a few few thousand people watching you play video games, and no matter what, you're still representing a team. Um, you you do have to watch out what you say. But again, heat of the moment, it happens. You you learn. He's still but, young. He's still just because he looks like a grown ass man and he's fucking massive does not make him any more smarter than the average person that is the same. Listen, age I was as he watching is. Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp today, and um, I mean they were treating this guy like they were treating this guy like he's a freaking criminal, man. Like I I, I get it, I get I get the whole point, but you know we gotta we gotta drop it down a notch a little bit. Um, not everything not everything is meant with bad intentions, you know. Um, and, and like, like I said, it, it, it's a lot, this is going to rub a lot of people the wrong way, but you got to remember that not everything is racist. Not everything is sexist. You know, um, when things get out of proportion, things get out of proportion. And I, I like what Julian Edelman did, you know, instead of knocking the guy out, he told him, Hey, you know, I, I'm pretty sure you didn't mean it with bad intentions. Hey, one Saturday, I'm, I'm in Miami a lot of times, and I'm just paraphrasing. But one of the days I'm there, let me go, let me let's hang out, and let me explain to you, you know, what it is to be a Jewish, why that means too much to us, you know, we could do a Shabbat, you know, all that stuff, you know. And he was he's trying to actually help out the dude, like all all these other people just talking crap and garbage, you know, and just saying that this guy is pretty much a criminal for doing that. And and I just, I mean, people got people gotta. You gotta educate people, but not push them to the floor. Not diminish their character. Exactly. Not diminish their character. I hope. Yeah. This, I just hope that this doesn't end his career, because things like this can ruin somebody's career. It could. It could. I mean, and, and this is all. This is now. If this was 15, 20 years back, he would have never gotten suspended. They would have not put this as, as a headline on ESPN. They would have not done any of those things. But obviously, because of the world that we're living in now, yeah. Take take action, yes. Make uh, raise awareness on it. Of course, I'm all about it. But don't knock a dude down either. You know what I'm saying? Especially when when this guy has been such a huge advocate with everything. You know, 
like like and and I'm and I'm talking this because like I I somewhat have met him and you know I got friends of mine that work with the Heat organization um the Heat I, I've always had a soft spot for them they've like been my just because they're from Florida been my second favorite team to watch when the Magic are not doing good so like you know I keep up with them and I keep up with the players that they have and you know Myers Leonard I, from afar I've always you know watched them and I you know, you don't, you don't, you, you can't just knock someone down. Like how you said with Julia Edelman did, that's what, what more things like that need to happen. Um, but man, Hey, this was a great episode. Uh, this one is dedicated to the, to the, to the number two full Kobe Bryant episode 24. We're going to wrap it up with this. And um, next week, we're going to talk about a little bit of rumors as the NBA tread deadline sure. approaches. We'll uh we'll talk about some rumors that we're finding online. Um, you know, see see what see what the world is talking about. Um and who who knows? Let's see what happens. Let's see if the buyout market in the NBA, let's see if more key free agents come up and the all magic, that stuff. Man. But until the magic. then I'm looking forward to that. If <laughs> if it happens, it happens. <laughs> I'm tired of fucking wishful thinking, bro. It's at this hey, point we'll it's like it's a wash. Week, man. We'll talk about that next week. Yes, sir. But until then, we'll have that y'all next week.